peace, family, and thank you for tuning in to the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. For this mini-sode, Dear Mama, I wanted to talk to y'all about the relationship with my mother and how it's been coming up a lot for me recently, and the self-awareness that's come with it, and how much working on it revealed how deep the wound really is. So, let's talk. Now, long story short, I'm the youngest of seven. My mother came to the United States and then had me a couple of years later. Uh, She was damn near 40, her and my father. Um, And not too long into my toddler life, they divorced. And not too long after that, I ended up living with my dad, me and my next older sister. Um, so most of my childhood teenage years, I grew up with my dad. Um, and as a mother now, I, for a long time used to say, oh, I totally get why she didn't come around. Like I totally get why she was out living her best life. Um, and she raised me. She was always a part of my life, but there were, she was the weekend mom. And so that was like not the best situation, long story short. Anywho, recently it's been coming up for me because I am trying so hard to work on being my own parent with my own children. And in doing so, I've had to recognize some traits that I picked up from both of my parents. Um, And a lot of my mothering, obviously, is stems from um, my own relationship with my mother. And I don't know my grandmothers, either one of them. They've both now since transitioned, but I never got to know them. So my mother is the only line of lineage for me. Um, And at this point, the only living one, because my father's been deceased going on 11 years. So I try so hard to have this amazing relationship with my mother because losing my father and uh, having not spoke to him for a long time and then losing him, you know, was really, is really tough to cope with. Um, So having my mother here in the physical obviously satisfies the flesh. And so I get to pick up the phone and call and I get to visit and I get to, you know, share shit with her on Facebook and all that good stuff, right? Um, But a lot of the self-awareness of making sure that I don't become her in certain aspects um, has revealed a lot of hurt that I'm still holding on to from my childhood. And um, not wanting to repeat that with my own kids you know, is kind of salt on the wound because it's a reminder of how much shit hurts. Um, The awareness comes with realizing these toxic things and seeing, hey, that happened to me and that's not okay. Um, With that also comes grace because what my parents couldn't do, I have to acknowledge that maybe there was you know, a lack of parenting on behalf of my grandmothers. Now, my parents, neither one of them knew their father. So I don't even bother to acknowledge the paternal side of my lineage because I don't know them. 
Um, so, you know, that in itself is rough. My mother had her own, you know, issues. My father had his own issues of childhood. And then those unresolved issues then become part of my childhood because now you raising me, right? You're this unhealed person raising me. So for me, it's a blessing to work on it. It's hurtful a lot of times to know that I was not nice to my kids, that I did shit that wasn't healthy, that I wasn't that safe space for them. But it's a blessing to in my right mind and at this moment in time work on it, that I can apologize to my kids now, that I can recognize behaviors and walk away before I react in a way that's unsavory to my higher self. So it is bittersweet. Um, but it's so rewarding once you can get past the pain, once you've cried out that hurt, once you've admitted to yourself that wasn't okay. And I don't have to excuse that. Um, once you can move past the trauma of it, it becomes so rewarding. You can see the blessing of it. And to be deeper, for those of y'all that are past this physical plane of life, you heal that karmic debt. You, you are able to release yourself from that cycle of generational trauma and pain. And yeah, there's going to be things I still got to work on. I'm not going to be perfect. And there might be things that my kids still got to sit on somebody's couch and talk about. You know, from my son, he's 20 now, my eldest. So the, the, the one who suffered with me the most is him. You know, the youngest gets this, this more refined version of me. So I have to accept that there's some things that even an apology isn't going to be enough for, but it's a blessing to be able to still apologize, to be able to say, I am so sorry that I hurt you, that I said something that wasn't nice, that I didn't fulfill this, this aspect of your life. And explain, I couldn't do better because I didn't know better. I'm working on that. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. And, and have those conversations with my kids. And I have. I, I, I really, truly have had to buckle down sometimes and be like, you know, yo, that was fucked up. That wasn't right. And and I'm getting more to the point now where I'm recognizing that I'm getting close to that line that I don't want to cross. So I'll say to them, I'm getting angry. I'm I'm getting upset. I'm I'm getting emotional. I'm gonna walk away because I don't want to do this with you right now. And it's a blessing that I am in a healthy marriage that my husband and I can talk about things where he can say, I'll deal with it, or no, you don't need to back down. Or, you know, I, I see why you feel that way. So let's come up with something. And then when we talk to them, we'll know how we're going to deal with this together. That's a blessing. And I know everybody's not going to get that. And I accept that. And, and single mothers, single fathers can still do that. But for me in my journey, it was meant for me to have someone that can um, be that contrast in parenting. And let me just as a sidebar, let y'all know how powerful you become when you start healing. By default, my husband gets to heal things. By seeing me 
go through a process of acknowledgement, of awareness, of loving on myself, of grace, of learning, he begins to do it in his own way as well. All of our journey isn't going to look the same. All of our healing isn't going to look the same. But we can be powerful by healing ourselves just because that energy will be so noticeable. I just wanted to throw that out there. So one of the things that I am doing that is a twofold process. One, I'm able to release certain feelings. And two, it is realizing how hurt I really am and acknowledging that. My therapist had suggested um, for me to, in a sense, get it off my chest and visualize that my mother was here in the room with me and just saying what I had to say. So one morning, um, I decided that I was going to have some time with my inner child. She wanted to come out and play. And for a long time, I didn't know what it mean meant when people said, you know, play with your inner child, let your inner child play, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I didn't know what it meant for me. So I bust out my glue gun and I had some some shit from the dollar store and I was just, anyway. <laughs> but I let I let that little girl play. And in that moment in letting her play, I decided I was gonna do my conversation with my mother. And I ended up recording it. I haven't gone back to listen to it, um, but I got some things off my chest. I thought I was gonna be more emotional, which is why I think I put it off like visualizing and just sitting here and, and doing all that. So when I decided that I was gonna play with my inner child, it became very um, healing. It, it, it created a safe space for that little girl to come out and say some things that she wanted to say to her mom that she was never able to say. The twofold part of needing to say more was, okay, now the little girl got to speak. Now I feel like that preteen young, young girl got some shit she got to say too. And so I'll probably have to sit and, and do whatever comes to my spirit that is going to entertain that version of myself and let her have a voice and let her say what she got to say. And my therapist asked me, was I going to have this conversation with my mother? I'm not really sure, family. I'm not really sure. But I do know that for myself, it made me feel good to release that. And I think that that's important. I know that another part of some people's healing journey is to um, let other people know how they've wronged them. Um, but for myself right now, I'm only going to say right now because I'm not sure how I'm going to feel later on down the line as I continue to work with this. But for right now, I feel like it's more important for me to release those emotions, to let go of that, to give that child a voice and to put certain things into practice into my everyday life with my own children. 
it has a lot to do with my mother on why I don't want to have that conversation with her. I feel like she's a, a little too wounded and she'll take it as an attack versus as, as, um, as just coming from love to say, hey, this was this and that was that. So focusing on me and making sure that I'm doing what's satisfying my own soul so that I can break my own karmic debt and that I can stop the cycle now, that I can be better now. I can't change what happened before. I have to work through those emotions. I have to process that. I have to release that. However that may be, if it's hot glue gunning <laughs> shit to, to all the things that I have in my house, then that's what it is. But allowing that space and allowing those emotions to just run freely. And my biggest issue, family, is, is that I tend to keep shit in my head. So when I decided to record and actually say it out loud, it was physically re releasing. I could physically feel that weight coming off my shoulders to say it. So if at a different point in time, life has me have that conversation with my mother over some wine and she's receptive and we're able to hug it out. Amen. But if for right now in this part of my journey, saying it out loud, releasing it, processing it and getting to the next step in the journey. I'm OK with that, too. It's important for me to have a better relationship with my kids. And so that's why I feel like it's coming up a lot for me and why I'm able to um, have that awareness without the guilt. So I hope that you're encouraged, family, to, um, one, love on your parents. If you haven't called them, call them. If you can, um, send them an edible arrangement. Uh, support a black business and send them both coffee mugs. Uh, if you have your grandparents, listen, it's a blessing. So please love on them. Learn what you can about your family tree, where you came from, who, where your roots are from. Just, just spend that time with them because it's something you won't get back and as somebody that didn't have the pleasure i miss it <laughs> you, people say how you can't miss what you never had yes you can yes you can yes you can so um love on your baby's family forgive yourself this is not meant for you to um beat yourself up because i'm not doing that so i don't want you to do that this is a moment for you to love on yourself, to understand that some of the shit that you do is just so deeply ingrained in your subconscious. So release that, that guilt of it. Don't take responsibility for that. Just focus on doing better. Focus on being a better parent. Don't focus on what you don't want to do from what your parents didn't do, because I promise you that will come out more. Just focus on the kind of parent that you want to be. You want to be a safe space. You want to be a temple of peace. You want to be loved. You want to radiate joy to your babies. 
You want to laugh. You want longevity in life with them, with good relationship that you can see your descendants later on. I love you for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Peace, family.